Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Brink as we are back for everybody's favourite hour or so of the week. But we are standing right now on a hill in beautiful, sunny Melbourne, 2019 Australian Grand Prix. You usually hear a Canadian voice right about now. She is around. You'll hear her soon. Right now, let's hear an actual Australian accent. They can speak proper English. We can. His name is Samuel McCrossan, and he's standing right next to me. Hello, Sam. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Ben. Uh, and I am Australian, and I always be Australian. Can you say the number six for me, please? Six. Oh, look at that. So beautiful, so great, so fantastic. We are at the Australian Grand Prix. This is uh, officially marking us completing the set for the decade of the 2010s. We officially can say we've been to every Grand Prix in Australia this decade, and our best favourite time of the year, isn't it? Oh, this is this is our Christmas morning, isn't it, Ben? And interesting, every every race of the decade. Um, that's crazy, crazy to think. We're about to have the supercars go out. They're heading out the uh, track right now. Now you're you're a bit of a supercar fan. You've really grown your interest in it in the last few years, haven't you? What is it? It's really started to uh, get you involved in uh, what we used to call the V8s, and now they're just what are they? V6s now, aren't they? No, there's two V8s. Oh, they are. But there's two door V8s now. The uh, Mustangs. Very nice looking motor car, but I think the fact that the thing that the thing that I'm get, the reason I'm getting back into it, I think is because it's not on Channel Seven. No. I, I hate Channel Seven. They're a terrible TV network. Don't watch them. Hello to all our uh, Channel Seven employees today, because I'm sure they're listening in abundance. Uh, but uh, we just had first practice, F1, Hamilton on top. Uh, you know, what are your what are your first thoughts quickly on a uh, Formula One cars for 2019? Well, I'm a bit wary that it might be a bit of a, a false economy there, Ben. Uh, you know, I, I think that Ferrari had clearly got the fastest car based on what we saw in testing and what we saw this morning. So, yeah, interesting. I can't wait. I think I think it is going to be close-ish, but I expect Vettel to be the man this weekend. Well, you said to me when we were getting autographs this morning, you looked at me and I think you said Vettel, world champion this year, and it's not common for me to hear those words from your mouth. You're not, you're not a Ferrari fan, but... Uh, I do appreciate the fact that you can uh, you can say things like this, hand makes me happy. Yes, well, you know, I try and keep my um, my views authentic, and uh, and yes, I think Vettel's the man this year. I'd be very surprised if he didn't win it, based on what we've seen already. Well, we got the uh, the supercars about to come out. Who who who's your man or, or woman? Simona's in this, of course. Uh, who's your person in the uh, supercar championship? Well, Dick Johnson's my man because you know he's basically the guy. A bit of Dick. Yeah, too. Actually, uh, he's uh, he's very much the uh, he's like the Gary Ablett of supercars, to my mind. And so I'm I'm always on board with his team as Shane Van Gisbergen goes past, and they're all going past now, including my man Scott McLaughlin. But um, Chaz Mostert's my favourite, so hopefully he'll be driving for Dick in the near future. Well, I love myself some Simona. And uh, I don't know what car she drives anymore. Does she still drive the Nissan? She does. She still drives the Nissan. It's so loud right now. It's louder than the Formula One cars. Um, we're going to end this in just a second. Because we are definitely going to be doing a few more of these in the weekend. Oh, here she is, this Simone, here in the Harmony Norman. There's Del Silvestro. Oh, we just let those go past. Um, yeah, all right, well, we're here. We're going to do a few more of these across the weekend. But, uh, Sam, it's good to have you back. And uh, do you reckon you can make a phone call or two to get the Sarge back? Cause it's been a while since we've had him on the show. 
Uh, he's been off the grid, Ben, but uh, I reckon we can track him down. All right, we'll find out very soon whether he's going to be on the show or not. As we come into you in a bit of an interesting edition of this show, it still gives us time to do the following segment. This is like a course is flashback it's not a segment that's going to follow you anyway as always we are in the year that is at 2014 and we are continuing on with some of the best bits from the year that was 2014 and without giving you any information other than the title of each track you are going to hear from john bailey reads the script reggie talks india rob mills doesn't know who paris hilton is the sun will come out with t-bird and Tony Hawk interview. See if you can decode what any of those ones potentially are. So it looks like you're you're through typing now. I am. I've I've, th- I've written something there, and um, I look. Feel free to. Uh, oh, I just now noticed that you left the F out of the FM. I the did. First... I did. So look. Ninety nine point three M. I thought that was just an Australian thing. Yeah, we we we're different here. We don't care about the F in <laughs> Believe the F's out of there. We don't care. We only have FM. We just have M. Because ever since the Wiggles came out. <laughs> We wow. just decided to. We just decided to drop the M altogether. You haven't even added a crikey in there. I'm proud. <laughs> that's because that's not the way you talk down there. I've got friends in Australia. I've never ever heard an Australian that isn't Steve Irwin utter the word crikey. So, and I've never heard anybody down there say anything about shrimps and Barbies. Yes, we don't even call it's them other shrimps. than the, uh, other than the Barbie dolls that it, that you can buy. <laughs> we don't even call them shrimps. We call them prawns down here. It's <laughs> throwing another prawn in the Barbie. <laughs> Of course you call them prawns. Doesn't anybody watch District 9? Of course they're prawns. Exactly. Come on. Let me read this thing for you. Tune in to the Brink on the Edge. Tune in to... Make sure I read this right. Tune in to the Brink on the Edge Edge Radio. Well, your script is very terribly written. It is. Tune in to the Brink on Edge Radio 99.3 FM. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. It's the most epic breakfast radio show in all of Hobart. John Paley approves this message. Beams. (laughs) That will require some editing on your part, but at least you Oh, look, you mentioned before you were editing. That's um, pretty much the story of my life as well. So (laughs) She's got a very strong cult following, but they just don't seem to vote for her to save. Like, she's very close to being evicted each week. Well, considering I'm, she's an Indian, like there's lots of people that work in Indian call centres and that, and you know, it's, isn't it what all nearly all the call centres are in India? You think they'd be voting Pretty for much, it? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> that, that, that should they should connect the dots there and um, have that Reggie's. Yeah. I, I can see. There you go. That, that's that's why like, they're saving it to the end of the season so that they can all vote for it to win. Yeah. <laughs> Stop calling us while we're eating our dinner, asking about our long distance carrier, and vote for Priya. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> listens to this show as well too. Yeah, so I'm a person for me when I was really young. Yeah. And as I would grow up, it was just um, I don't know. Charlene. She was the icon Angelina. of the time. Angelina now. Yes. Angelina. Oh, Angelina's, I yeah. Love Angelina. No, Angelina. She's a mum. I know she's a mum, but she is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, actually, no, I had not mentioned. The, with it. That, yeah, the, I was going to say Paris Hilton. No, no, too soon. Too Who's soon. That? Yeah, it's, it's still too <laughs> soon after all these years. Well, I have to ask you to put you in the zone right here this morning for you, T-Bird. Now, I'm putting you right on the spot with this. You have no idea I'm going to ask you this. What are the chances of you actually giving us a rendition of Tomorrow, famously sung by you in uh, Survivor Africa? And I don't think your fans are ready for that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. 
Just thinking about tomorrow Plays away the cobwebs and the sorrow Till there's none When I think of a day that's gray and lonely I just pick up my chin and grin and say That'll come out tomorrow you want more beer? Oh, uh, look, I just I want to give you a separate applause for that. <laughs> it was like you, you were born to do that this morning and you knew I was going to ask you. <laughs> that is brilliant. How often do you break out to that on, on, a, on a flight, on a long-haul flight? <laughs> actually, I've not broken out in song. Um, you know what? I did actually do it for charity. They were, you know, hey, they were giving money to the charity. I'm like, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, absolutely. But not since then. Wow. Only for you, Ben. Breaking Only new for ground you. here. Look at this. Morning, Tony. How are you finding uh, the Australian Grand Prix? Your first ever Formula One race? Um, no, actually, I've done exhibitions at uh, another one in Abu Dhabi as well. And uh, it's, a great cro- it's a great crossover crowd for us. You know, they, they like the adrenaline rush and they like the excitement and um, they like to look over from the track. To over to the ramp and we have a blast a lot of fans go out there to see you were there yesterday it's absolutely packed i mean you know is this coming to australia and performing these massive crowds it must still be a buzz sort of uh you know bring the skateboarding back down here i love it um i mean the fact well just the fact that i still get to do it for a living is incredible to me but um oz crowd is always one of the best they're you know they have embraced skating since day one it's very much a surf and skate culture like that so um anytime i get to come back i love it do you get a chance to go and mingle with some of the drivers meet some of the uh, f1 drivers at all um i haven't yet i'm gonna go check out a paddock tour today and um i did one hot lap in a v8 but uh, i haven't really been i've been so busy at the ramp i haven't been able to check out the race too much do you uh, have any drivers you really want to meet and uh, sort of uh, have a bit of a chat with it all when you're down in the pits um I, I don't know. Don't I? <laughs> yeah, whoever's available. Go for Daniel Ricciardo. There's an easy tip for you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Cheers, Daddy. Thank All you right, very thanks. much. We are still at the Grand Prix for 2019, and I have got for you, will return for you, the beautiful, wonderful sound of a Formula One car in the background. Ah, oh, the beautiful, wonderful Mallory Foster. Mallory, welcome. What is on right now? The two-seater F1 car. Can you not hear that? Yeah, and I see it on the screen. I just didn't know. How are you? I'm great. I'm warm. Very warm. How are you finding your first uh, Formula One Grand Prix experience? Other than warm, fantastic. I'm honestly a little bit sad that it's, and this is a weird thing to be sad about, uh, that it's actually so warm over these days because generally there's always at least one or two days where it's kind of a bit overcast, a bit grey, you need your jumper and... You know, but we've gotten three hot days here. So, um, what's what's been your experiences so far? What have been your highlights? On our first day yesterday, meeting the three other people that we were standing with, we were the very first ones in line, and uh, Daniel Ricardo came, or Daniel Ricardo fan came up um, and hung out with us, and then these two older guys did, and it was just fun to just hang out with them. Um, yeah. You got pretty close to the drivers. You weren't quite in a spot to talk or get autographs because I kind of stole your spot. I'm sorry about that, but you got to be close and hear them and see them? Yes, that was enjoyable. Your conversation with Danny Dan was pretty great. I asked him to sing about his uh, testicles again, which is not a conversation or a question I generally ask people, but uh, if anyone's seen the Formula 1 Netflix series, you'll get that reference. But um, it's quite warm today. We are sitting... 
behind the main straight grandstand waiting for Samuel to show up to have our sneaky beer. You're not going to have a beer, though? No. No. I'm a beery kind of person. We went to the Ruggers the other night. We're going to go to the soccer this evening, which I don't think you're looking forward to that much. I mean, what are you thinking about the soccer tonight? Soccer's boring. Why did you agree to come with me, then? Because you wanted me to. I did, yes. We might do a uh, recording of the soccer tonight for you to talk about your experiences, but you can hear that uh, beautiful music in the background. Do you appreciate that actual Formula One sounding car? I do. I don't think I would, but I do. We can see they've got the ultimate speed comparison at the moment, which essentially is where they get a road car. Well, it used to be a Vert supercar. Now it's like some other form of racing car. Um, and a old two-seater Minardi Formula One car. They stagger their starts and then essentially... Whoever, well, they're, they're meant to cross the finish line at the same time, which doesn't happen yesterday. Uh, the times I've seen, it doesn't happen that much, to be honest. But uh, yeah, you can hear that car revving itself up, the Hyundai, whatever it is, and if, off it goes. You can see our grandstand in the background, quite empty at the moment, but obviously it's very sunny, so a lot of people seeking shade. Uh, we've got an uh, abundance of free iced tea. Uh, sadly, no free noodles though. Oh, no free cooked noodles. Lots of not cooked noodles. One like, uh, just listen to that beautiful sound. We've won like uh, six, six packets of noodles today, did we win? Yeah. Seven. Six? Seven, six, one of them. Um, one. I got one. And then I got five. Seven. You did, yes, that's true. Seven. Seven, 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 seven. seven. Um, but yeah, no, we'll probably do a recording at the soccer night. We might speak to Sam again. Don't know if the side is coming on. We're not doing our quiz this week, which is sad, but we'll do that next week. Anything else you want to add? No. Go right. team. Go team. We couldn't do an episode of The Brink without bringing you this. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on The Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, Forget the Lyrics, which of course you can hear new ones on the Ben and Mel Variety Hour Weekly on Radio Southland on 6.4 FM from 8pm New Zealand Standard Time Wednesdays. Uh, but we're going to hear some flashbacks, some old ones, old Forget the Lyrics. That's where I'm saying the word flashbacks from. And again, without giving you any information except what the song's called and who it's by, you can hear Total Clips of the Heart by Kevin Rudd, Tum Thumping by myself, Umbrella by myself, Under Pressure with myself and Dakota, Uptown Girl with myself and Josh, and Video Kill the Radio Star from Josh. Come with me on a tour of Australia, we'll see everything, it's great. Come with me and we'll see Sydney, the Harbour Bridge Melbourne's MCG and Adelaide's next, so hold on to your seats The city of churches on the Great Aussie Bight, now we're off to Perth Perth's okay I love the Swan River Now we're at Darwin We see the Arnhem Land And then we're going to Brisbane The Gold Closest Ghost And the something else And then the and something else Now we're in Hobart We're going to stay With Josh and Ben if it's okay 
then we're going to go overseas and show the Brits that we can take the ashes. The, the ashes is ours. The ashes is ours and not theirs. And we'll beat them at the cricket. And we'll beat them at the rugby. And we'll beat them every time that we meet on this oval. And then we're going to go and beat them more. Because we're the Aussies. And then we're going to go and beat them again. At soccer, I know. The game's very lame. I don't know what I'm singing more about now. I just love Australia because I'm the Prime Minister. I don't know what else to sing about. Ben, can you help? I don't. I really don't know now, Ben. Well, that's not my problem. Keep singing. I don't want to sing with her, just though. Just sing it, Kevin. I asked for Kevin. You. I asked Kevin. For her. Kevin. I asked for Kevin. Nothing I can say. I really dislike Ben Waterworth. He let me down big time. We'll be shooting when we're playing at Laser Skirmish. I get shot down, but I get up again. I'm gonna run around the ground, gonna shoot Sam in the head. Go headshot, and then run around and dance around. Anthony's coming at him with a gun, and bang! Sam is dead on the ground. Oh no, the cat's lost. It's a bad day for Sam. He's gonna get really shot. Shooting around the park. Shooting around the park. I pick up a gun, I shoot a gun. I shoot a friend, I shoot him in the head. I'm gonna make sure that they're all dead and make sure that the lasers are on the head. Oh, shooting around, shooting the guns. It's laser skirmish. Sam gets shot down. He doesn't get up again. He broke his leg. Oh no, he's injured. Call an ambulance. He's really, really, really screwed. Oh, Anthony is dancing, dancing on Sam's corpse. The guys at Laser Skirmish are worried. Their insurance isn't going to pay for it. <clears throat> Sorry, I need to clear my throat. Oh, my bad. Uh huh, uh huh. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, on the brink. February 29th, yeah. Sitting here with my homie Josh. Looking at him, not wanting to botch. Yeah. Waiting around for that man, Graham Sturgis. Uh huh. Sitting thinking of the lyrics here on Forget. Let's go, Ben. Sitting here. Looking without fear. At the clock. It's not a bock. What? I like today because it happens once every four years and if you didn't know that then clean out your ears because this time next week is 100 that's the show number of us it works really really well so why not come down here on the bus if you're listening to me right now then please don't have a cow because there's one thing to say and that is what that is today 
today, today, a, 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 here on the brink, February, February 29, a, on the brink, this is, forget, <laughs> I, I just lost the song, hang on a minute, Josh, do you want to like fill in something there? No. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> These sitting here, still thinking with my ears, I don't know what to say. So let's just pray that next week's 100th show is gonna work together because next week's show could be scratched with a feather because when you tune into the radio every Friday on Edge 99, that is one thing that you hear and it has got nothing to do with swine. It is called The Brink with Ben and Josh every Friday and Thursday. I like the way he flosses, flosses on the brink. A, A, that's the way it goes, goes, goes. So it doesn't stink, stink on the brink. Brink, brink, edge, edge, edge on the brink. Edge, 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 brink, brink in the damn song. Yo, Darving, uh, uh. Uh, oh, wrong song. Kick it! Or dive it off the board. I don't think they kick it in diving. Jumping off things. They're cold platforms. My mind went blank. Diving at the Commonwealth Games. It's really prestigious. Just ask Matt Mitchum. He won gold. In Beijing at the Olympics. Don't think people remember that. He dives off boards. He does flips. Lands in the water. In the water. That's how he does it because it's diving at the Glasgow Games. They do tricks and stuff that are quite insane. And when he flips now, he could land on his head and fall down flat. Now, fall down on his head. Dakota da. Oh. Da da da. Okay. Have you ever watched the diving? They're all pretty high. Sometimes they fall and down on their face. Da da da. Diving. Diving. It's a good sport. Diving. Diving, jumping off the diving board, yeah. Oh god, what is this? Okay. See, this is one of those songs where I just stuck it up. You've lost the, yeah. the plot? I've lost the lyric, yeah. You want me to go? Or? Yeah, if you want. Flipping off the board, diving is pressure on Dakota when he sings. Do you know this bit? Yeah, I do. Go. Oh, you want me to sing? Yeah. You can forget the lyrics. Really? Never. <laughs> <clears throat> they dive off the board and they die. Why? Why do they dive? Oh! <laughs> this is like Freddie Mercury blowing an O ring right now. 
Diving off the board now. They fall off the thing. Oh, he's landed on his head. He's broke his neck. Oh, the Commonwealth is all upset. Why didn't he go and compete in the safe sport like lawn bowls or curling, which is in Commonwealth Games, but I thought of it. I don't know. Have we lost this song? We have. Yep. We've totally lost this song. (laughs) Kevin Rudd. He's really a big Kevin Dudd. He's going to close the pubs tonight by 7.30. Oh, my why? Because he's trying to stop the drinkers having fun because they really are tinkers. Because they're going to the loo. Oh, no. 7.30's too early, right? That's why. And when you close it, you'll get hit with some guy's fist. And then when you close it, and someone will kick your head. Oh, there goes Kevin, he's gonna get hit in the head with a big something. Because he's wanting to close the pubs really early. This is really fast song. I haven't found <laughs> some time to slow right down. Okay, okay. We'll change it now. Oh, <laughs> you can sing this bit too. Oh, 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 you know people are gonna think you're a dud Gonna close the pubs early Where are people gonna drink They can't go every day and listen to the brink That will lead them back to the pub But it'll be closed cause you're a dud I'm gone, what's going on? Here we go Then when Kevin realises Ben stuffed up the forget the lyrics He kicks him out Okay, we're gonna regroup Because Kevin is in love with closing pubs early. He wants to make them really curly. Because that's what Kevin does on a Sunday. He makes love to his wife because he's Darcy. That's what he does. I just mentioned the Prime Minister making love. I'm going to fade out now. There was a Facebook status I just really saw. It happened like 15 minutes ago, you know. It was from Sam, it made me really blow. It really freaked me out. They said he ate something off the table. It looked like white powder, could have been sugar. But then he realized what it really was. He frothed at the mouth. And I laughed at him. Sam ate soap off his desk. Sam ate soap right off his desk. Then he said on Facebook, you know, I've got something in my mouth. 
And this time I said to him, you're a real dope. You really just had to do something like that, you Macrossan. I tell you now, Ben, this is what happened. It was soap. It was soap. Sam just ate soap right off his desk. Sam right ate soap off his desk. This is my song about Sam eating soap. I know it's not really right to the tune, but this was the 80s version of Technicolor's music. As promised, we are going to record a segment at the soccer. Where Melbourne Victory currently leading Brisbane Raw 2 nothing. We just started the second half, and I have Sleeping Beauty next to me. Good evening. Hi. What's crack a lack in the Kraken? Not much. Are you enjoying your first experience of A League football? <laughs> it's not that bad, is it? <laughs> you cheered both times we scored a goal. Yes, I am smart enough to do that. But you were happy that they scored goals. They did very well. And you cheered? Yes. Now, um, sadly today during qualifying, we didn't get the result we wanted. Stupid Hamilton scored a pole. What was your take on qualifying? <laughs> didn't you say anything else besides making a fart noise? We're very disappointed in Strawley. Yeah, poor little Lancey, 16th. But what are we going to do tomorrow? We're going to bring a Canadian flag. Going to buy one each? Yeah. And what are we going to do with them? Wave them. And we're going to be his only supporters out of about 120,000 people at the track, aren't we? Yeah. Do you think he can... I'm going to, I'm going to go into bold prediction. Tenth place for Strawberry. He's going to get a point. Mm. He's going to get a racing point. <laughs> I do not think he's going to get that lucky. You don't? No. All right, well, look. How, is there a bet in this? Hey. No. You've got no money, so there's no point no. in making a bet. Um, no, look, I think I'm hoping for a good race because uh, I think Samuel and I were discussing the fact that we've been to a lot of Grand Prix together, but, um, yeah, there hasn't been a good... I would uh, go out on a limb and say there hasn't been a very exciting Australian Grand Prix probably since about 2013. As Melbourne are about to score a goal here, no. Um, yeah, every race in the Turbo era hasn't exactly been memorable. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed the last two just because Ferrari have won, but if I was to take the Scarlet red tinted glasses off they weren't exactly the most memorable Grand Prix but I'm hoping for your sake that we can leave tomorrow and go that was entertaining yes we made some friends next to us at the track we did who did they go for I think Mercedes got a Mercedes hat on yeah we got a bunch of Ferrari people in front of us which is good got some British people somewhere behind us who cheer every time for uh, Hamilton and uh, little old Lando Norris eighth on his debut qualifying good job from him so, yeah, that was an enjoyable day. Not as tired today as I was yesterday. How's your dinner? Yum. Thinking a cheeseburger and ice cream on the way back up? No. Really? Really, really. I think you're going to change your mind. Whoa, and Brisbane just scored a goal. And somebody behind us definitely was not happy about that. That was a lob shot. Holy crap. That was a bit fancy and... The, how many fans do you reckon are over there? The 30 fans wearing orange in the corner? <laughs> Look at them. Aren't they happy? Big weekend for Brisbane. There's two Melbourne versus Brisbane games this weekend. We've already gone and seen the Storm play, and here we are. 
So the goalie has rolled it out, and then the raw, the raw player has just lobbed it back over his head. Well, that is a fuck-up if I've ever seen one from the Melbourne Victory goalkeeper. Wow. What do you think about that? Anyway, 2-1. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop recording this. We'll chat more about it. And anything else you wish to say before I end this segment? Ice cream. Mm. Okay, then. That's the bad reaction. Moving on. Well, we are still at the Circuit D Cata Albert Park. It's Sunday now. Uh, we've forded time because we're that cool. And I'm joined by the main man of the plan, Stan, Sam. Hello, Benjamin. How are we today? Good, good. Well, this is a very exciting time of year, isn't it? This is the part where you and I get a little bit uh, wet in the nether regions and a little bit moist in places that we probably can't really talk about, right? Well, yes, certainly. Certainly very moist. Uh, But, uh, yeah, half an hour before the Grand Prix. Half an hour before the Australian Grand Prix. Can you believe that? It's crazy. How many how many years now have we been in this exact moment and uh, feeling feeling moist in these regions? Like, it's now our tenth in a row, at least uh, this decade. Or ninth in a row. Ninth in a row together. Not, not all together, that's right. It's important that we're together. It is important that we're together. Very important that we're together. But it's, it's exciting to be here and, um, you know, how, how are your, your thoughts right now? Now, as I choke on my uh, Lipton iced tea, what a product Lipton iced tea is. Get, in, get involved, folks. Lipton iced tea, it's great. Um, what, what are your thoughts right now? How are you feeling about this race today? Well, Ben, uh, I'm, I'm quite surprised, actually, about, about the results yesterday. Um, you know, I expected the Ferraris to be um, basically where the Mercedes are, first and second on the grid and miles ahead of anyone. But uh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've... Very excited, but I don't know. I'm unsure if there's going to be any uh, action today. We'll see. And we're joined now by uh, the most beautiful person in Albert Park who has uh, just walked over with another five-pack of uh, noodles. Yes, brings us up to a full 22 packets of noodles to bring home. We have won 22 packets of noodles. Um, Magori noodles, best noodles in the world. Uh, get, a, get out there and buy yourself a packet of Magori noodles, proud sponsors of the Brink. Um, Mallory, what are your thoughts right now before the race? You and I are repre- representing... Oh, shoot. Oh shoot uh, we're representing the Canadian Love for Lance Stroll. We thought we were the only ones here. But um, indeed, we've got a few more Canadian players walking around. Um, we've, I think we're found discovering a lot more of these Stroll fans. I think every time we discover a new Stroll fan, it makes me appreciate him just a little bit more and appreciate like Canada getting behind sport a little bit more. He gave us a thumbs up today. He did. It was an exciting moment in my life. Now, Sam, you haven't given me, uh, well, I haven't seen you long enough today, to be honest, uh, your little predictions, like your little excited, like, tell oh. us, come on, Sam, give, give us your thoughts. All right, well, you know who I'm supporting today, don't you, Ben? No, no, I don't, Sam. I really am intrigued to know. There can only be one man, Ben. Come on, you know who it is. Oh. You know who it is. Well, I do, but I just thought I'd, you know, get, get the build-up a little bit going right now. Oh, fine. His name is Antonio Giovinazzi. Give him the chainsaw for Giovinazzi. There's uh, a chainsaw. You can't, you can't see it, but you can hear it. No, no, I think you're wrong, Sam. You know, you know who I'm backing today is somebody who's going to do incredibly well. Alexander Albon. Get in there. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Actually, ding. You know what? You know I love Albon. Well, I like the little meme that was going on the other day. Alex Albon, Alex Alboff, when he crashed in the wall. <laughs> What's your, what's your thought today? 
Who are you backing oh, today? Do I have to do the whole yeah. thing? You do a chainsaw. You go ring, ding, 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 ding. Ring, ding, ding, ding. But who's your prediction? Little strolly. Little Lancey stroll. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Beautiful. Thank you. Now, I've, I've already made a bold prediction, Samuel McCrossin. Lance Stroll's going to get a point today. Well, I think that might be stretching things a little bit. But, you know, for my Canadian friends, all my Canadian friends out there, there's, there's one of them. <laughs> um, I, I, I hope that uh, Lance gets a point today. There what you go. What about Danny Rick? Danny Rick, two points for Danny Rick. Two points, Danny Rick. Get on, Danny Rick. All right. Uh, we, we had a bit of a chance encounter this morning. Um, you rang me up at about 10.30 in the morning, still in bed, thinking, oh, yep. Nice little casual day. Oh, the guy carrying the noodles. The guy carrying the noodles. Quick, go rob him. There's some noodles there for you. Um, thought you were just ringing me to say, like, yeah, I'm here for a coffee, Ben. But no, you were ringing me up to tell me something a little bit more exciting. I was. Uh, your main man. My actual main man. Your main man, Sebastian Vettel, was casually riding his bike down the street, rode right past me, and uh, stopped at a little, like, juice bar thing. And I walk. I kept walking, walked past, and then I was realised I was right outside your B and B, and uh, gave you a call, didn't I? I? Did so. I came down, got put the pants on, rushed down, didn't even have a shower. Stood with you for a little bit and waited, and uh, I met him. I met Seb. I wished him luck. Got a photo with him. Now, funny story is the other day when we were walking past the same place, you Mallory gave me like a good call, bad call, but we think it actually must have been Seb, didn't you? Yeah, I said, oh, there was a guy in there who looked a ton like Sebastian Vettel. It must have been him. Yeah, so now we realise that that must be Seb's little go-to spot in Melbourne. So we're tempted to go there and get ourselves a smoothie to see if it's worth it. Well, very good. So maybe it was him. That might be his juice bar. It is a juice bar. Seb's juice bar. There you go. All right. Uh, We'll probably do a recording this evening. We're going to go get ourselves some uh, Norris burgers this evening, some Nando's. Um, What a little performance. Little Nando, Lando Norris. Like, what a little champion. Yeah, I'm a Lando fan, too. Oh, me, too. I'm on the Lando bandwagon. I'm in the land wagon. I'm not, not, not massive on George Russell. Don't mind him, but not massive. But uh, Albon and Norris, they're my, they're my two fellas. Well, I do have to admit, though, I have a bit of respect for Russell, who basically came out after qualifying 19th and was smiling like a Cheshire cat and happy to be there. So I, I have to respect him for that. You know, I remember Jensen Button qualifying on the back row of uh, the grid back in his debut in 2000. I don't think he was that happy. So, um, And also, props to Robert Kubica. Hit the wall yesterday in qualifying and uh, dead last, but he came out and said the only reason he hit the wall is because the car actually started to work and it felt fast for once. So that's why he hit the wall. So props to my man, Robert. Props. Mad props. I'm giving, I'm giving him mad props. Yeah, I'd give him a mad lick. Any final thoughts here, Mallory, before you witness your first F1 race? We're now... 45 minutes away from seeing it all kick off and start first season 2019. The excitement is building. That's that's my only thought right now. Yeah. Well, get on it. Get on it. Get around. Can we get a get around it in count of three? One, two, three. Get around it. Around it. Yes. All right. Let's let's move this movable feast underway. Well, I feel we couldn't wrap this week's episode up without having to say goodbye to one gentleman and do it by being very much on a tram in Melbourne because that's very proper we've recorded in a car, we've recorded in a train, I don't think we've ever done a tram before, so here we are Hello Ben, I think this might be the first one we've done on a tram but uh, I'm sad Ben, I'm sad because the Australian Grand Prix is over and it's a hollow feeling knowing that it's all done and dusted for another year How did you find the race itself? Well, well it, it was relatively uneventful I would say but I've just been saying to you now Ben that I'm really spun out by the result 
I just can't believe it. Like, I thought, like you, that Ferrari are going to turn up and basically do what Mercedes did. And, yeah, and the, I think the shocking thing, too, the fact that Mercedes came out and wiped the floor, but it wasn't the person you would think would have done it. Um, Valtteri Bottas was about a 30-second win, too, wasn't it? That's the uh, That would be the most dominant win at Albert Park, what, since uh, Seb in 2011? I don't think a driver's won by about that much in a very long time, have they? Well, not that I can recall, Ben. It was a dominant drive, and that's another reason I'll spun out. It's it, not just a Mercedes win, but it's a Mercedes win by Bottas and not Hamilton. Well... On the flip side of things, sad for Ferrari, fourth and fifth, but uh, I said it before, I said that our man, Lance Stroll, was going to get points today, and this beautiful creature in front of me is very happy, even though she's actually very tired. You just saw a Canadian get two points in a Formula 1 Grand Prix. How are you feeling? Wonderful. Are you awake at the moment? Not really. You're sore and tired? Yeah. But overall, your first ever Grand Prix, how would you rate it? 11 out of 10. Oh, that's what I like to hear. Um, I will say, Sam, it is, uh, it is also sad because we don't get to do these recordings as much as we used to now that I live uh, a few hours away across a stretch of water. But uh, we're going to get you back on. We're going to do some Skype stuff and um, do that because I feel we miss your voice. We miss having your voice on the show, Samuel McCrossan. Well, I look forward to it, Ben. Thank you for picking up my voice. Yeah, you're welcome, and I think we'll also try and track down that Sarge man because I don't think we found him this weekend, did we? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't see Sarge this weekend. So, but you never know. He's out there somewhere. He but is. I believe he could be living in New Zealand. Oh, well, we'll have to find that out. We'll get you on uh, very soon, I think, on the show. In the next few weeks, we'll make it happen. In the meantime, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Don't squeeze on my foot as hard as you were doing. Uh, subscribe on all the relevant channels and keep listening because if you don't, we won't exist but don't anyway, so we still exist, so that's probably a dumb thing to say. Um, can we get one final get around it? Get around it! And Mallory's going to close us off with our famous closing, which is... Keep sucking those oranges, Hobinkle. And good night. And good night.